Since we last spoke, but to me that just don't even matter now. I'm ready to jump, eyes closed, heart open, throw caution to the wind. Don't have no wind, so please just catch me, let my feelings take a lead. Oh, time hasn't done its part. Oh, the healing starts. Will the hurting come to part? Are we scattered like broken clocks? The stress you give me wasn't healthy. I don't need it, yet I can't help it. I'm so drawn to the drama you give. Push and pull me, it just keeps going. The stress you with your one and only Bean. And today we have our first MCM of the year, singer, songwriter, dancer, and medical officer, Yanga Mazdala, a.k.a. Yaya. Yaya, welcome to Late Night Sessions. Thank you for having me, Bean. It's a pleasure. First of all, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. I hope 2021 is treating you nice so far. Ah, so far, I can't complain. I get the feeling that people are a bit nervous to be excited. <laughs> like last year, like, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, and then boom. Listen, listen, yeah, we, we, we're very cautious this year. We're treading very carefully. <laughs> yeah, I know. So to those who don't know who you are and are just finding out about you, tell us a bit about Yanga. Who's Yanga? Um, so Yanga, as you mentioned, is all of those things. Um, I am a musician, an artist. Um, I am, I call myself a new age soul artist. Um, so with a focus on soul music as the base, but electronic, uh, with an electronic, uh, eclectic feel to it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I am also a, a medical doctor, medical officer, as you said, uh, practicing in telemedicine. I, from South Africa, grew up <laughs> born in the Eastern Cape. Um, and yeah, I'm half course of Zulu, 31 years old. I don't know what else. Single. Uh, yeah, what else? Okay, important information <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's, pretty, it's a weird question uh, to just pack yourself into a small little thing. I know, right? It, I'm it, sorry. It is. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> So, who or what would you say inspired your journey in the industry, and how long have you been at it? Um, sure. So, in which 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 one are we focusing on first, musical or the medicine? Uh, let's talk about music because I really want to dive into your medicine part later. Okay, sure. Um, so, who influenced me? So, my my mom was. Uh, pretty protective and sheltered us a, a lot growing up so mm-hmm. she wouldn't want us to to be on the street or play with other kids and visit with other kids and all that so what she did was in the times it was we had vhs cassettes so she got us a, yeah. a video chair and she got me um cassettes of concerts so and music videos so it was the Michael mm-hmm. Jackson's, Mariah, uh, Shax, who else? Celine Dion, Luther Vandross. So all mm-hmm. of those. So I'd watch those day in, day out, like, and just sit there and emulating what it is I see and make my brother and we'd, like interchange and play different roles. And whether we we are reenacting what the dancers are doing in the music videos or what the actual artists are doing. And so mm-hmm. that for me became you know, a, a thing I enjoyed quite a lot in terms of passing time. And then I guess that's when all my parents noticed, ah, you know, he can dance and it would be my party trick because I grew up really shy. So it was a thing yeah. that my mom would make me do when family's around or, you know, things like <laughs> that. So it's like, how much I value, you know. I can imagine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you have to go there no matter how shy you are as soon as the music comes on and then and then you get you know the the, the, the love and stuff after that and I was like oh, I'm pretty good at this and then so that's that's where I think the seed started and grew from there and yeah so I've always in terms of the style and the kind of music I, I, I enjoy have been inspired by musicians that have a lot of choreo involved in um, mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the type of music that they do so um, so I think yeah those are the guys that I would say inspired me locally it was you know the Arthurs the Boom Shakers who were mm-hmm. a favorite of mine um, and yeah I and mean, obviously it would have changed as I grew and yeah so I would say those were the guys that got me started and, yeah, nice yeah. Looks like you had a pretty cool childhood. I mean, when I was young, my brothers were using me as a toy for WWE. So <laughs> you guys were watching tapes and, and imitating Listen. artists. It was lit. <laughs> I mean, I I was the eldest, so I what, okay. Anyway, yeah, just me well, and so I was your, so I, in 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 my defense, yeah, that that was the advantage and. Shame my brother then probably would have been you in this situation. <laughs> he would have to, 
inevitably be forced to learn to dance and learn the tunes as well. When I'm sure it'd probably be rather be watching WWE wrestling stuff. Yeah, no. Yeah. Cool stuff. So talking about the industry now, what in your opinion is the biggest challenge in the entertainment industry at the moment? Sure, at the moment, outside of this pandemic, sure. I would say that's the biggest for everyone. Um, yeah. Right right this very second, that's definitely the biggest challenge. The fact that especially in our country, most um artists um you know make the bulk of their income from mm. performing. True. And not being able to perform has like really, really, really been difficult. Um, and just in general, I'd say pre this, in terms of difficulties in the industry, I would say it's and it's interesting because it's paradoxical. It's, it's it's a difficulty, but it's also um, a good thing. The fact that mm-hmm. now um, it's 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 there's more access let me say, um, to creating music and putting your music out there. So before it would be a thing of like, oh, you perform a lot of places and hope someone discovers you and signs you to a label. Now, literally mm-hmm. anyone can put out Now people are forced to, to take know? up space digitally. Like, Ex- exactly. Because that's the only way we're going to see you. <laughs> exactly. But the challenge comes in now with the fact that so many people now can put out music daily. So... Getting yeah. your music out and competing. The competition is so rife digitally because um, now mm. there aren't any gatekeepers. Everyone, literally, if you have into access to internet, you can put something out. You can put things out even for free on you know, your SoundClouds mm-hmm. and things like that. So I'd say that is, a, is another challenge, but it's, it's a good challenge to have because then it also challenges you as an artist to, to be different, to... Yeah. set yourself apart from what is out there so i think it's a good challenge to have yeah. so i'd say that those are the two challenges mm. I think i've seen and experienced in the industry yeah i guess it just goes to show that at every different level there's different challenges to expect i mean who would have thought that you'd have to fight for a space on the internet yep yep <laughs> like yeah. it's crazy so how do you feel maybe your upbringing whether physical mental spiritual or religious um has been an impediment or a catalyst to your art um so i I guess i touched on it a little bit in terms of it being a catalyst is that in terms of exposure to to this and just learning that i had a a talent Mm -hmm. um I would have to thank my my mom for that, for just exposure and just figuring out, okay, that there's this other life of, you know, creating and I'm actually not half bad at it. And Mm -hmm. And being open to to it because African parents aren't really open to the other side. And and that's the challenge. (laughs) In the same way that she was the catalyst, she was also the impediment because, you know, I grew up in a super religious home um, not not an impediment per se, but I guess it, I would say she then like she 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 started it, but it was I guess there, there's limitations to where she saw it going. It was great as a hobby, it's great as something to have on mm. the side, but you can't. You have to stay uh, on the straight and narrow. 
you know what I mean? So you need to eat at the end of the day. And when it came to when I was older, and I you know, would have these conversations of wanting to do it professionally and just do music solely. It was a very uncomfortable conversation to have. And one that she, you know, she, she, she wasn't the most um, excited for. And mm-hmm. hence why eventually I had to first, you know, go study medicine and then do it concurrently somehow um, and try and pursue it still while doing something that would make her feel more secure. In the mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, I would say, yeah, my parents definitely were both um, the catalyst and impediment in, mm-hmm. in, in the career uh, today. But just your multi-talent. I mean, the brains and the artsy side. <laughs> it worked for you. I mean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, you're a medical doctor. How does, how does your art pour into your medicine? And how does your medicine pour into your art? Where do those two meet? Meet. Um, I would say... So... I know there's there's one overlapping thing that I found with both is mm-hmm. that um, sleep is sleep has to be very flexible, rest has to be very flexible for both. So mm-hmm. um, I'd say so those sort of yeah were interlinking things. So I would know how to manage my sleep, use the time that I have at the moment in uh, present moment to use to rest. Because I'd never know if I'm going to be up for 6, 12, 8, 36 hours or what it is and how mm-hmm. to manage that. And both industries, I think, require that and being able to function at any time of the day. So whether I need to be writing or gigging up until 3, 4 a.m. or whether I need to be on call in the hospital 3, 4 a.m. Those things, I, I would say the hospital because um, is where I, I first learned how to be up until and functional at those times. And that mm-hmm. fed then into the music. And then in terms of the creation feeding into medicine, I would say, um, shucks, the sense, I guess sensitivity and just the, the element of understanding people as whole human beings and not just a physical body. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, when and I realized, you know, when you are treating patients, you you deal with so much more than just the physical illness. There's social, economic things that come into play. Yeah, there's mental, there's emotional well-being as well, which matters. And I think the being a person in music who you know deals with an array of characters and just has to understand vulnerability and sensitivity um it made it easier to 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 connect to to patients on a deep on a, on, on a deeper level and not just a surface level um mm-hmm. interaction so i'd say that's how for me at least they the two interlink mm. doesn't it get weird like <laughs> don't you like get patients that are like ah, yeah yeah my doctor like <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can imagine. Like, isn't that weird for you? Like, 
how do you it deal has, with it, it doesn't it hasn't happened often so i like it's it, it's such a rare occurrence it is gonna happen <laughs> so i i think i haven't spoiler really alert it is gonna it. happen yeah let's i guess i will manage <laughs> it when it happens yeah um but yeah no so far it's it's, it's never no mm-hmm. it's, i've never i've never really had somebody like hey aren't you not 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 a patient um mm-hmm. i guess sometimes it does happen maybe that uh, i mean you live in you know the age of like you like you said the digital age where mm. sometimes they then after the interaction is uh when you, the, the the patient doctor interaction and maybe there is a conversation that um ensues about you know music or whatever and then They yeah. research you and then they're like, oh, wow, really? I've never known or whatever kind of thing. And then mm. that's, yeah, in that regard. But otherwise, no, nah, I've never had uh, to deal with that. And I'm not sure how I'd manage it. I <laughs> just laugh. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Now that I think of it. <laughs> and uh, you said you practice telemedicine. Yeah. So for someone who's listening to this and is clueless what that means, Uh, you catch you explain what exactly telemedicine is um so telemedicine um i guess it's a it's a it's a, it's a division or discipline in in health that involves telecommunication basically um mm-hmm. so it's under the umbrella of telehealth so that's the big umbrella so a lot of things fall under that and in medicine usually uh, telemedicine focuses on the clinical aspect so it's basically uh practicing remote medicine or exchanging medical clinical information remotely so mm-hmm. um by different means so it could be that like now what's happening a lot with uh with covid and people having to be at home and isolating is virtual consultations with with a doctor so either by video or by phone um mm. so um yeah you whatever the service provider or whatever you use or the channel that platform that you use and you get to consult with a doctor at the comfort of your own home remotely and get sent documents signals prescriptions or whatever it is that you need um and everything is done remotely remotely and whatever that the doctor says it feels needs for a, a physical clinical assessment may then also assist with the referral to you know a, a facility that that can provide that service so that's basically in a nutshell what telemedicine is and that's that's yeah the business I'm involved in at the moment hmm. Hmm. and which patients do you feel are said to benefit the most from um the integration of tele telemedicine into health systems i think everyone if um i think everyone i think you know one of uh sure e- everyone it's it, mm. i would even go even to say you know people in the rural sector because it provides access right yeah to, yeah so one doctor stationed in you know johannesburg can consult and in a brief consultation you know or uh, mm. provide support in a nurse run clinic that's in um i would say durban or whatever and yeah. you know without um and and that way that patient now doesn't have to leave the village go to town to find a doctor because 
you know what i mean so i think it it um um it it it, it allows for access for healthcare to a broader community than it did before that's then um increasing the efficiency of the healthcare system as well so and not burdening you know hospitals or uh, yeah emergency units from 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 just an overload of, of patients coming into the ER with things that you could have you know treated remotely um mm. you know so you, it just helps you know, them also prioritize like things that really really need you to be exactly. physically in the hospital exactly, exactly. okay because it does happen you know sometimes some you're not sure and you just need you need it to ask a professional about something and if someone says no you relay these and these signs and then they're like no i don't think actually it's this so you don't need to go to the emergency unit and mm-hmm. rather try this first and you send them a prescription then that's a, again exactly what you're saying has decreased the the burden on that emergency unit especially now during covid where you're getting such an influx of patient, patients in these units and you know the mm. waiting time periods are intense and now you don't want to unnecessarily expose someone to something they could have avoided so i definitely think um in everyone and anyone benefits from 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 telehealth especially now Cool. I've actually this is actually the first time I'm speaking to someone who's in telemedicine. Really? I oh. mean, you read about it and oh, yeah. like, yeah, that that would be nice if someone is doing it out there. But yeah. it's nice to know someone who's actually in it yeah. doing it. Yeah, and it's 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 picking up pace like it's it's been started. I think it's been around for about 40 years in different forms, but it's mm. it's definitely I would say in the last year has has it, the, the the situation that's happening in the world has just sped up the the the, the need for it and just the awareness of it especially in in our, in our setting at the yeah. yeah okay moving back to the music uh-huh. and the dancing yeah uh we're living in very crazy times uh-huh. and The world is rough right now. Yeah. So I'm just curious to know how being an artist gives you the most joy in life today. Like how it keeps you spiritually and mentally afloat. Oh, it's such a gift. It's one I don't take for granted the gift of being able to create um and to organize thoughts in a way that creates a body of work. organize anxiety in a way that creates bodies of work so like i write almost mm. every day um so um that's how i've been you know coping through through so it would be through just writing my thoughts with them turning into songs um it would be uh, you know participating in in challenges um i remember earlier and when we had uh last year when we had like a really difficult hard lockdown and mm-hmm. you know people on the internet started different challenges you know songwriting challenges on different beats and just those things alone creating a sense of community that you know when you follow a hashtag of this thing of uh, this of this challenge and just watching whatever videos of whatever dance challenge people are doing in their homes while they're isolating and quarantining 
um, by themselves, but being mm. brought together digitally to not feel alone because now you're part of this movement and there's these challenges that are that you're participating in. And I think you know I participated in some of them as well. And I think that's those things have been quite important and you know of value to me in in providing um, mm. uh, yeah spiritual. Well, in coping um, with with you know what has been going on, definitely. Yeah. And when you aren't performing or at work or in studio, what do you do for fun? Like, how do you unwind and recharge your creative batteries, and just maintain that balance between personal and work life? Sure, I go out. I like I go out to dance. I got to watch people dance. That's where I learn. Mm-hmm. That's where I get updated. Uh, because I mean, it's so easy to to be a hermit and just consume the things that you enjoy and the things that you and and those become repetitive when you see you know linear things. So when you go out and you you know you go to you know restaurants or you know festivals mm-hmm. or clubs or whatever and get exposed to different um music or movement or just a different socialization it also feeds into your own creativity that you take back home um yeah. so that's what i do a lot like i'm i'm always with family and friends um as much as i possibly can i i train as well Although I don't, I don't do it for fun anymore. It's it's become harder as I've grown older. So I, I <laughs> do it to train, to stay healthy. Um, so um, what else do I do? I I love, I I, I love traveling. I don't, but I don't mm-hmm. like the getting there part. So I don't like being on the road for too long. I like getting to a place and exploring a place once I'm there. So I'm big on that. Um, visiting um, not my new hobby now is just like looking at homeware and interior design uh, and pen interest uh, boards and then just like visiting furniture just uh, stores and just like watching design <laughs> it's that time no? yeah yeah that's, that's <laughs> it's that time of our lives I'm just like wow <laughs> I love what they did with this kitchen set apparently <laughs> 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 so yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Currently, those are the things I, I I enjoy doing. Yeah. At the end of the day, what do you hope is the message of your music? What do you hope your listeners continue to take away from your song? Um. Sure. I guess. I mean, the subject matter changes more more times than not. Everything I've written is is based on. And, you know my personal experiences and thoughts and mm-hmm. uh, feelings, and in those projects, the things I wanted to to communicate is just or to to relay an idea of oneness, and that I'm think there is someone who is feeling and thinking these things and having these things happen to them, and if there's somebody who's going through a similar thing, that they realize that like trust, oh okay, these terrible experiences are not unique to me or things mm-hmm. and if it's something happy that like oh okay 
you can come out of something there is something on the other side of whatever it is that's happening and just the idea of just like you know escapism as well like i want people to when they listen to my music to feel like they can escape and you know mm. just be transported to whatever world they 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 want to go um, in doing that so whether it is you are dancing to it whatever or just sitting down and listening to it it's i think that's those are the things i i like to relay and obviously to entertain um, yeah so that's that's i think the message thing that i would like to come across from the work mm-hmm. i create yeah So 2021 are we expecting something are we excited about something <laughs> actually, you know actually just before I mean this, no pressure but no we are we definitely are um, excited about something before the interview I actually was in studio with a good friend of mine Moses so um, mm-hmm. so yeah we are definitely working on something it might be a small thing but it's still something um, yeah Yeah so yeah 100% want to release um uh a single at least minimum uh, within the next few months and then mm. a, a projectish towards the end of the year I think yeah so that's mm-hmm. that's the plan No we'll be looking forward to it Yeah no I, I we'll be looking forward to it I'll let you know when once it's out <laughs> cool. Is there any anything else that you feel like I left out? Anything else you want to share with the listeners about yourself, about anything? I don't know. Mm, me? No, I'm I'm a pretty boring person. You made you made <laughs> me sound interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you heard guys. Younger is a pretty boring person, which I don't believe. Your music doesn't say so. Thank you so much. This has been lovely. It was awesome. No, thank you. Thank you for 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 reaching out. Um I really did it time as well. It's a pleasure. Awesome. Awesome. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you being. Take care. Have a blessed year. All the best on your small something that's coming. We're still looking forward to it. Appreciate it. And it's a wrap. I hope you guys really enjoyed that lovely MCM catch up that we had with Yaya. The track in the background is Neodymium and I'm leaving you guys with Plutonium by Mr. Mazala himself aka Yaya. Before we go, ASAF Africa from Zimbabwe has a very important message for us. So listen in and get clicking and voting. Thank you so much guys for tuning in from your beam with the biggest love. Yo yo, what's up? This is ASAF. And I'm the official Zimbabwean representative in the listener's choice category for the MTV Africa Music Awards. So it's a big one, man, and we have to bring it back home to Zimbabwe. But I need each and every one of you to help me vote. So you can vote by heading over to the MTV Africa website, which is www.mtvmama.com. You head over to the voting section and the categories will come down and you go to the listener's choice category 
story and just click on ASAP. It's as simple as that. So, and you can vote as many times as you can, as many times as you can, uh, so that we can really secure this one and bring it back to Zimbabwe. So, shout out to everyone who has already been voting for me. And yeah, I need your support, man. So, let's get it. If you want all the information, just look for my social media handles, which is ASAP Africa on every platform. That's Africa with a K. ASAP Africa with a K. Then that's where you can find all the information that you need. One time. Ish, all night, got me love you long time. When I see you weekend, that's lolly. No, like I'm a son of Bellu Kalanan. Baby, you my number one. Kind of like my sing-along. And for that body, girl, I suffer well. Uh, body show, I suffer well. Make you shake your eye now. And if they hate my no more now. Uh, I promise I'm a call, y'all. Bellu Young Taza. So hold on, I give you love in all days. You can make me shake your eye. Just how much you mean to me Still your mind remains filled with doubt Second guessing my intent It seems you only hear what you want You never really hear what I mean It baffles me when I stick around It doesn't make much sense now, does it? Fall short of good enough. Why is it easier to accept the truth from everybody else but me? Truth from everybody else but me. 